Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges, and this is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is the podcast where we're studying the Bible. We are studying the Word of God to know more about God by looking at God's message to us. He's told us what he thinks about things and how we can be his followers. So we are studying the book of John, the Gospel of John. And we just started it last time. We're continuing with John chapter 1, verse 3 today. This is episode 62. Let's review and read John chapter 1, verses 1 and 2, then verse 3. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Then verse 3. All things were created through him, and apart from him not one thing was created that has been created. This is just this one verse we're looking at today, and it is looking at creation. John started off talking about the beginning, talking about the Word, who we know is Jesus Christ, and the Word was with God in the beginning. The Word was in the beginning. The Word was God in the beginning. So through that, we learn that Jesus was not created, but exists prior to creation. And he was with God. He has his unity with God. And he was God. Now he's linking him to creation itself. He was not created, but all things were created through him. Now, wait a minute. We read Genesis, and it says God created the heaven and the earth. And where does Jesus fit into this? Well, the idea of the Trinity is what we call progressive revelation. There are hints of it in the Old Testament, but it's not real blatant. We, we get some clues that now looking back, we see, yeah, that's, that's pointing at the Trinity. But uh, it, it wasn't apparent to them at the time. But now with the New Testament, it is pretty apparent. So we see Jesus Christ as part of the Trinity, actively engaged in creation. So how's this work? Is, is, uh, is God the Father the creator? Or is Jesus Christ the creator? Well, the whole Trinity is engaged in creation. And exactly how it works out, well, there's, there's mystery there. And we've got to be careful we don't try to get too dogmatic about it. But let's just see what the Bible says. And one thing to remember here is, is this particular passage in John chapter 1, verse 3 here. All things were created through him. This isn't really to teach us about creation. The whole point of this is to tell us about Jesus Christ, is proclaiming who Jesus Christ is. These first 14 verses of John chapter 1, the prologue, is introducing Jesus Christ, who he is, what he is, and why he came. So this is important to remember. This is not a lesson about creation. It's a lesson about Christ. And he was engaged in creation. He was not created. He is God. And as God the Son, he was part of creation. Now, the words have meaning. We've got to be careful we don't try to put more meaning into them than they intend to carry, but they do have meaning. He says all things were created through him. Now, what does that mean? Well, it's hard to say exactly. He's part of the process 
and he is uh, actively engaged in creation. Now, first of all, create what? Well, creates everything. Specifically, verse 3 says, all things were created through him. And apart from him, not one thing was created that has been created. So what part of creation was he involved in? All of it. There's nothing that was created that he was not part of the creation of it. Now, what was created? Well, the heavens and the earth. That's Genesis 1.1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. In uh, even the, the end of the Bible, in Revelation Revelation 10, verses 5 and 6, that the angel I had seen standing on the sea and on the land raised his right hand to heaven. He swore by the one who lives forever and ever, who created heaven and what is in it, and the earth and what is in it, and the sea and what is in it. And he said there'll be longer a delay. The, the point there is, we're, we're not just talking the earth. We're not just talking the physical universe. We are talking the spiritual universe also. We're talking heaven. We're talking angels. All of that is part of creation. And all of that Jesus Christ is involved in. Everything that was created, he was part of it. Just another point about creation. Creation is the calling into existence of that which is not in existence. The, uh, the theological term for this is ex nihilo, meaning from nothing. God didn't take a pile of spare parts and build a universe out of it. He created it from nothing. There was no matter, no energy, no nothing. And he created it as an act of his will. In the book of Romans, Romans 4:17, Paul says, As it is written, I have made you the father of many nations. He is our father in God's sight, in whom Abraham believed. The God who gives life to the dead and calls things into existence that do not exist. This is that idea of he calls into existence from non-existence. He creates from nothing. Now, God the Father is the creator, but God the Son is engaged in creation. Now, John specifically said all things were created through him. Now, what exactly is that? It's hard to say, and we've got to be careful. But there are other places that use the same idea of created through him. In, in Paul's letter to the Colossian church, Colossians 1, verses 14 to 17, he says, In him we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For everything was created by him. Some versions say in him. That's probably a better way to say it. In heaven and on earth, the visible and the invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and by him all things hold together. So here it's linking the creation account to Jesus Christ, and it uses the same term, created through him. So this idea, things were created through Jesus. What does that really mean? I, I don't know. But in 1 Corinthians, Paul uses a similar language. In 1 Corinthians 8, 6, he says, Yet for us there's one God, the Father. All things are from him, and we exist for him. And there is one Lord, Jesus Christ. All things are through him, and we exist through him. 
Similarly, the, the writer of Hebrews in Hebrews 1-2 says, In these last days he has spoken to us by his Son. God has appointed him heir of all things and made the universe through him. So that's the same language that John uses. He says, All things were created through him. And apart from him, not one thing was created that has been created. So, again, this is not a lesson about creation. It's a lesson about Jesus Christ. He was active in creation. So, who exactly did what? We don't know. The issue here is the Trinity. The Old Testament gives hints of the Trinity, but the New Testament explicitly teaches the Trinity. Now, the word Trinity doesn't appear in the Bible. The, the word just literally means tri-unity, three persons. And as we think about the Trinity, there's just some things we have to make sure we understand from the get-go. There are three theological truths that the Bible teaches about the Trinity. One, God exists in three persons. Two, each person is fully God. Three, there is one God. And you hear those new verses think, well, that's, that's a contradiction. Well, no, it's not a contradiction. It's hard to understand, but it's not a contradiction. A contradiction would be, God is three persons, God is one person. No, that, that can't be. It can't be three persons and one person. These three theological truths, God exists in three persons. Each person is fully God. There is one God. That is not contradictory. That is just hard to understand. But the Bible teaches it. And we see clearly that each of these individuals, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, exist as persons. But a hard, fast truth through the Old Testament and into the New Testament, there is only one God. And yet each of these persons, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, is fully God. Now, these are truths that are taught in the Bible. We are taught clearly that Jesus is God, but he's not the same as God the Father. They talk to each other, and God the Father sent God the Son, and God the Father sent the Holy Spirit. And we see them at Jesus' baptism, God the Father speaking from heaven, Jesus being baptized, the Holy Spirit descending as a dove. And so all of these things, uh, we have to piece together and understand this thing called the Trinity. There's a lot we know about the Trinity, but it is a mystery. And we're talking about the very nature of God. So the fact that it's hard to understand shouldn't scare us. What we've got to be careful is, is trying to make some simplistic model to explain it. Like it's an apple who has the, the skin, the flesh, and the seed. They're each fully apple. That, that falls apart because each of them is a completely an apple. Anything we uh, try to make a simple model is going to fall apart, break down. The best we can do is clearly teach the truth of the scripture and also teach to embrace the mystery. How does this work? I don't know. We're talking about the nature of God himself. God who created the universe, the heavens and the earth, the spiritual universe and the physical universe, out of nothing as an act of his own will. The God who exists 
prior to time, external to time, who runs the universe. The fact that we can't fully understand his exact nature, that, that should be okay. We should be okay with that. And, and so the Trinity is clearly presented in the Bible. And that's what John is presenting here. This is not a lesson about creation. This is a lesson about who Jesus is. He's not just some guy. He's not even just a great prophet. He is God. Well, thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working our way through John.